Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you, boys. Everybody, yo, what's good with you? Hey, Brad and Sean, guys, Beer Sports. Brad Tesh, as always, coming to you from the Pacific Northwest, Washington State, the beautiful West Coast. My partner in crime, as always, Sean Valancourt, currently in Toronto. Not apparently. He's up in Canada, no matter where he is. <laughs> Man, I, I tell you what, it's been, it's been warm over there, back yeah, Northwest. Well, yeah, warmish. I mean, I mean warm you- for us. You know, you guys are like always like a nice balmy 20 degrees, it feels like, which is like what, like 70, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, something like that. Yeah. 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 We're here. We're getting ovaries. Yeah. We're getting like 90s over here. It's when you guys got the communal air conditioning, too, which sucks. But I'm also curious about your choice there. It's hot, but you're drinking warm coffee. Yes. Yes. I have work tonight. So (laughs) no iced coffee in the Valancourt household. Straight old school. Iced coffee. I mean, you know, that's that takes time, Brad. I'll just go to Starbucks. It takes time for iced coffee. No, we don't make iced coffee the same way. Well, you put ice and you put the coffee know, in the ice. Make time and then I put ice in it. I don't know what the big deal is. I don't understand how you got a little you got a little you got a little sit in the fridge. You're sweating while you're drinking. You couldn't just put a little bit of ice in your coffee. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but now when you say it like that, it makes me sound like I just didn't bother, which I kind of did. So yeah, because yeah, you said it was a long process. You're like, oh, I didn't have enough time. It is. It's a long process. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a long, long process. It's a long drawn out process, Brad. Jeez. <laughs> you should so know it's been a while. It's been a while since you and I have talked. So, man, there's been a lot going on. Um, it was uh, our Canada Day and Independence Day. It was uh, just summer stuff going on, just getting through for stuff and some personal things. So yeah, it's it's been a while. Yeah. And since you're then, good. I think I think you need a haircut, but you're looking good. Yeah, I'm probably due for it. Uh, since then, we crowned a new Stanley Cup champion. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Uh, don't know how long they'll hey, be. How many uh, How many years in a row has it been since uh, Canada won a World or a? Stanley 1993. How many years is that? 20, 38 years? Almost. It's like 29 years. Bro. 29 years? Yeah. Yeah. 93. The next, year, next year. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. And, you I know. I saw that sign in Seattle this weekend for the Blue Jays series, and I thought it was hilarious. All right. You got to tell me because I wasn't there. Well, yeah. There was just the sign said you haven't won a Stanley Cup or a World Series since 93. So quiet down. And then we started – someone that was at all four games started off with the the Boo Bird sign, and then on Sunday he spelled blue with four L's. <laughs> of course. You it know, this is coming insane. from a franchise that hasn't won a World Series yet, so whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> we haven't even been in the playoffs. We hung a banner up for sweeping Toronto this year. I mean, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a parade in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Some lady – some uh, while I was standing in line to get in, some lady tried talking trash to us. Uh, waiting to get in the game on Saturday. Nice. It's like, oh, nice. you Americans all think we're here from Toronto. And I was like, <laughs> no, so we I, think I you're here from BC. <laughs> I said, I know that you're just from across the border. <laughs> like, we're not all idiots, you know? 
I know. Well, someone said. I said no one said that. You're just making this out. Someone has said. Someone somewhere someone, has said. Someone has said that Toronto must be empty because all the fans are down here. And I was like, buddy. I was like, we weren't buddying anybody. Just quiet down. Listen, listen. I hate to burst anybody in Canada's bubble because the thing is, is that let's face it, the Americans. You know, as sometimes we like to dote on them and look at them like these poor guys. They're not as dumb as they look. I mean, they. Here's they, the thing: you they, have a they, case to be made. Yeah. As, as all the states that touch Canada, right? The top, the northern half of those states all understand what's going on very this well. North of us, yeah. right? Dumb Americans south of the midpoint line, probably. As soon as you cross that Mason-Dixon line, that's where... Not even there. Like, as soon as you get, like, below Olympia in Seattle, like, they don't really know about what's up, right? Like... Yeah. But the, well, the, the, the all of us that are within three hours of driving to Vancouver, like, we understand. We've so, first there. off, first off, I just want to say to my Canadian compadres here is that uh, America's been the lead in a lot of innovations. A lot of uh, studies have come out of America. There's a lot of brilliant people Listen, out of America. We've stolen a whole bunch of shit and made it our own. But oh, I digress. <laughs> That's all I was also, saying, we didn't hey. steal that series this week, and we didn't steal the Stanley Cup. No, because no. we couldn't steal a Stanley Cup because only two American teams were playing for it at the end anyway. You know that there's only seven Canadian teams in the National Hockey League now, right? Like, yeah, I know. It's okay. almost the American Hockey League, if you want to get froggy about it. But well, no, the American Hockey League already exists, and they played the Calder Cup there just a little bit beforehand. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I get, what you're, I get what you're trying to throw down. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I understand. Congratulations, Colorado. Is. Yeah, good job. Hey, hey, what do you think of Nazim Kadri's uh, speech there? I don't know if you saw that. It was like exclusive to the CBC, I think, maybe. <laughs> it was exclusive to the CBC. It, but I, don't, I didn't watch it. I, so, you know me. I only watch hockey on CBC. Yeah. So, so. He, basically, he basically stated that, you know, to all those teams that said that I was like a cancer or something, that I'm just paraphrasing now, that, you know, he pretty much uh, gave them – he pretty much flipped them the bird. Like, you know, like just basically – As he should. You know. Just like that poor lady that gave the Moose the bird, just in poor taste. <laughs> Man, uh, so much has happened as I stay. <laughs> I stay. This is the last time we have we have new Stanley Cup champion. Sorry, Brad, you didn't get a three peat. I really know you were going for that there. Uh, Colorado was just Probably too tough. I just feel that they burst their they they burst it. They burst it as soon as they passed the second round. They were just. In yeah. full beast hey, mode. listen, I was pulling for Colorado just from confirmation bias, right? You know, Tristan Manson, friend of the show, he uh, friends with uh, old Nate there, and so well, there's a, a connection in the, yeah, there's a strong Nova Scotia, people. strong Nova Scotia uh, yeah. bond there with Colorado with uh, yeah. one of their players there, so you know that you can't remember. Yes, Brad. Uh, folks, in case you forgot, <laughs> hockey is uh, hockey is my sixth favorite sport. Uh, uh, Sean's first favorite sport. So these are uh, this Nate McKinnon, buddy. Nate. McKinnon. That's the level there of yes. Hey, yeah, I'm sorry. Good. I'm sorry. There was a lot that was going on. I had to remember Nate McKinnon, and he's like you know Nova Scotia's second yeah. son because it's still Sidney Crosby. Tristan. So sorry. Sorry, and, Tristan. He's not going to forgive me for that one, I don't think, man. This is why I dump on your sports teams, Tristan, when Sean's involved, because... Oh. Anyway. Wow. Anyway, here we go. But since then, so many other things have been going on. 
in all the sports. Things are going on in behind the scenes, getting ready for the next season. Let's you know? talk quickly about the NHL draft. I, I hear you were surprised. I think the Seattle Kraken got the best player in the draft at number four. Absolutely. Tell it. So, so okay, so let's talk about the NHL draft. So I was in Montreal the day before the NHL draft, where it was. It was in Montreal. Why didn't ESPN send anybody there actually for live coverage? I don't understand, but that's fine. They still had a satellite hub covering it. Um, and my good friend, uh, host of uh, Habs Unfiltered, their Blaine Pot fan, was there, and he was covering. He was going to be covering the, uh, the draft. And just randomly, I ran into him on Rue de St. Catherine, right? And so it was just like, holy smokes, Blaine. We just started talking. And the first thing I said to him is like, man, what do you think? Montreal's going for Shane Wright? And like, you know, he didn't really say one way or another. He wouldn't know anyways. But, you know, like that would be the logical thing. The guy that got the most points in the OHL and the Kingston Fontenacs, that's, that's your guy. That's the guy to go with is Shane Wright. And Montreal doing the most Montreal thing I mean, decides, no, no, let's not do that. Let's go with Juraj Slavovsky. Slavovsky. 10 points. 10 you points in 30 games. You know who earns their money is uh, draft analysts. 10 points. Oh, 10 points. 10 points in 31 games in the uh, Liga Europe League, whatever. But I guess the reason why that he ended up going number one and why they looked at him so strongly for that was because of what he did in the Winter Olympics. I guess he was just stellar in the Winter Olympics and they love what they saw from him. But then it doesn't make any sense when I see some of the other picks here, like Simone Namek and Lugan Cooley. I understood why, but I mean, like, uh, I mean, that's Arizona. Arizona's just going to make crappy choices, I think, from now till the end of time, you know. But until uh, Phoenix locks puts padlocks on the doors again, and it becomes a Quebec Nordiques, one or the other. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Would they do that? Do you think they would like go back to the Nordiques name if they went to Quebec? Uh, I say, why not? That, that would probably be the best way. I mean, what are you going to call them? The, the Quebec maple syrup drinkers in French? Is that, an, is that an option? Could we sign that up? Sure, why not? <laughs> How do you say make maple syrup drinkers in French? Uh, les bois de d'érable. The, think about how cool that sounds. <laughs> the fighting whatever you said. That's it right there. <laughs> I think Seattle stole the best player in the draft. He dropped the number four, Shane Wright. You now have a legitimate future centerman, you know. Uh, I think that the reason why that Montreal decided to go with the wingers is because they have Nick Suzuki, who they want to crown as their next captain, is probably going to be the number one center going forward. So why not have a good winger to go with them? But let's face it, in the NHL, down the middle – and goaltending and defense is where everything is won by. The three elements of the game are the most important elements of the game. Yeah. You know, uh, your centermen, you need centermen, you need good defense, and you need a good goaltender. Yeah. It, it took if a rest of we could just get If we could just get a good goaltender, we'd be in business here in Seattle. You have a good goaltender. Is Your defense kind of stinks and – 
There's, there's, I mean, your first year, your first year expansion, you can't be that hard on your team. Your team was better than the Montreal Canadiens. Come on. They're better than three other teams. That's right. <laughs> well, don't forget that there's a draft. So, <laughs> and there's a lottery system in the draft, right? So, I mean, you know, yeah. But you still got, to me, you guys ran away with it with Shane Wright. I think you, you did it right. And let's face it, I mean, Toronto, I don't even think had a first round draft pick this year because we've been trading them all away. So, Mark Jordano. Well, no, Giordano was a second, I think it was two second round okay. draft picks that we traded to you. So, have they not had the second round of the draft yet? Oh, they've already, I'm pretty sure the, the draft is done? now okay. complete. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure. Well, that it's done. They're like, oh, here's the first round of the draft, and then no one talks about anything else. And I'm like, is oh, there a- Let's face it. Second and third rounders, you're probably not going to see them for another two, three years. You know, they, there's a little bit of developing to go on there. You know, but it's always interesting when they become somebody. So is the NHL draft akin to the, is it like the major league draft, baseball draft? No, no, because the Major League Baseball draft happens like mid-season for some strange reason, right? Yeah. And again, there's well, a lot of development. Like from a, when you're drafting futures, you're drafting futures for the most part. Yeah, so NHL draft, I mean, probably is one of the only places where you're 18 and you can start playing professionally like right away. NBA, that happens as well. You don't see it in football. You don't really see it in baseball. NBA is rare. But the NHL, it is expected, like at 18. Yeah, in the NBA, you can't play professionally right away. You have to have a year removed from your high school graduation. Is, is that now the norm, or has that always been the norm? Because I'm pretty sure when uh, – Been the norm for at least the last five years. Five That's why years. The around. Okay. So you can go play the G League, but you can't play the NBA. Because LeBron, I'm pretty sure, walked out of – LeBron walked out of. Kobe walked yeah, out Yeah, there's a yeah. couple of guys, though, in that same era. LeBron was first out, KG – Kobe, those yeah. guys. But then there was some real uh, hard stories about guys that came out of high school and didn't get drafted. Lenny Cook jumps to mind, you know, and then end up broke and, you know, can't go back to college, can't work, can't play, you know, kind of rough deal. So, well, I like, I like what the NHL tries to do, right? Is that they, uh, they'll put you in with like a more senior player. You're living with them kind of that first year because you're trying to learn the ropes. You don't want this guy to get into stupid things, right? Like, yeah. I mean, shit, you're paying the guy $5,000 a year. Why wouldn't you just expect him getting a dumb shit? You know, yeah. I mean, look you know, like the NBA where they just gave you $17 million up front and then just tell you to go live your life. Yeah, exactly. And you see how sometimes people just don't know what they're doing because it's just so much money that's all of a sudden given to you when you had none, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about this whole drinking coffee while you're wearing a tank top thing. I just wish you'd stop. Never you mind. <laughs> now, in all that, you have the draft going on. You have these movements going on. Free agency starting. Money now is starting to come back. Uh, the Leafs are looking for a goaltender because they're probably not going to keep Jack Campbell. So... Um, there's just a lot of different things happening, and I can't wait to see it where it all falls out at the end. Uh, I'm just there going to myself. This is what happens when you have a agent as your general manager in Montreal. I, I don't know. Maybe he just made the greatest move of all time, and we won't know this for another five years. Maybe. But 
I did tell Blaine that I would love him to come onto the show at some point and explain their first round draft pick choice. And, uh, you know, like he represents the Montreal Canadiens, but, you know, his, his podcast is called Habs Unfiltered. So yeah, we should have uh, him and Ryan on at the same time and they can just have a love fest. Yes, yes. We can hear what one person with intelligence has to say and what the other person is just going to say as a fan. It's, it's and perfect. Spoiler alert, we won't tell you which one's which. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, also, in that time is the NBA draft. We don't have to rehash the whole thing. Uh, I did want to get your take. On the first overall pick, <clears throat> seemed to be a bit of a surprise. You know what? I saw Paul Ventura up. was the number one pick for Orlando uh, when we yeah. had Barry Smith pegged as going number one, or even Chet Holmgren going as number one to Orlando. Um, you know, so I, I got to be three were kind of in there. I I I I see this here. I I really wasn't paying close attention. I I unfortunately with college basketball, I'm not extremely literate with this so maybe you could walk out how it was so controversial it wasn't controversial i think that uh paulo banchero was just coming out of duke and just wasn't as rated as highly on most people's boards i mean they was the consensus top three pick it's not like he was so that's not terrible no. That's not like that's not like the NHL draft where everybody has basically anointed no. you as the guy. Well, but they did. You four. know, all the reporters and all the talking heads and the knowns, even 15 minutes before, like, oh, it's Jabari Smith, it's Jabari Smith, and they come out and like, oh, uh, Apollo, and like the whole place loses their mind because everyone was. <laughs> so. Was yeah, good. but it's Orlando. What are they going to do? Whatever. Yeah, I don't know if you've been watching either. If you're not, you should be. Uh, the NBA is in summer league right now. They're in Utah last week and they're in uh, Las Vegas right now for the next two weeks. Yeah. Man, some of the funnest basketball you'll ever watch. Is it's true. Ball, so. You just have these young guys going at it. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Fighting for big contracts, fighting for a spot in the league, you know, just, it's like, an, it's just like college all-star teams. And like, yeah. you know, it's just, man, it's my favorite time of year. One of these days I'm going to make the pilgrimage down to Las Vegas and watch summer league. So. I think so. So going into the NBA, then we're talking about the NBA. I think the Golden State Warriors have the best chance of, de- of defending their championship. It wasn't a super team. They have a great team that's out there, and it's they're old, but they still look like they could play. They're just getting better. Now I saw something about uh, uh, the glove son there, uh, Gary Trent the third or Gary, the second. Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Gary, <laughs> Gary Payton the third or second. Second, yeah. Talking about going to Portland. Not talking about it. he signed a deal in Portland. He did, did he? Yeah. So he's there now. He is. He went to Oregon State. It's a homecoming for him. Grew up in Seattle. You know, this got to be great news. Yeah. Portland, Portland's made a bunch of noise too. They're gonna to be reloaded. And I saw him look like uh what's his face there? Your your number one guy he ended up getting signing a mega deal there. Yep. Dame uh, signed another two-year deal on his thing. They resigned back. They drafted that kid out of Kentucky, Shaden Sharp, who is, you know, no one's seen him play because he came into school early but wasn't yeah. eligible to play. So he just practiced and then went in the draft, went number eight overall. So uh, a lot of good things happen in Portland. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think there's a lot of uh, noises Portland's going to make. Uh, now we have the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. But then Woe just came out and s- – Blew everybody out of the water saying, ah, oh, Brooklyn might just keep him for another year. It's like. <laughs> it's interesting that we don't know what's going on behind the scenes with Kevin Durant and what kind of. We know that he wants to play with the Suns, right? Like that was his dream. 
destination. I think that he still wants to work. I think he still wants to play with Kyrie. And when he heard the Nets were shopping, he was like, fine, trade him, but you're going to trade me too. I think that's his position. I don't, wouldn't be surprised fully if neither one of them moved. It's a lot of smoke, right? A lot of smoke, a lot of mirrors. Well, I think that the I think Brooklyn management tried to say, hey, we're going to move on from Kyrie. And Kevin Durant said, nah, son, I run this team. Which is true. That's what Even I mean. though, That's I mean, I the thing is, is that for about a week in Raptor land here, people have been losing their minds because we were all of a sudden on the odds as I think number two, the number two team to land Kevin Durant. Yep. And I'm there going to myself, man, what would it cost to get Kevin Durant? And they were looking at some of the different things that it would cost to get Kevin Durant. And a couple of them, I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense. Like OG and Anobi and uh, Pascal Siakam, plus maybe a first rounder to go over to bring Durant over. And you still got your young core and Van Vliet. But there was another one that was saying about moving Scotty Barnes over along with Pascal Siakam. And I'm like, man, Scotty Barnes has barely kicked the tires on this kid. And Kevin Durant, well, let's face it, he's going to need a whole tune-up and overhaul coming up here soon again. You know what I mean? Like, he's on his last legs. 30, what is he, 33? He's 32. He's got four years left on his deal. Yeah. So, to me, it's like, okay, maybe you're, you're hoping, if you're Masai Ujiri, you're hoping to, to get that superstar player for really not a whole bunch at risk – you're getting that superstar player back and go for another run for a championship. But let's face it, if you get rid of Scotty Barnes, I think that you're getting rid of really the Raptors' future. I think Scotty Barnes would be the only untouchable player on that roster if I was in that GM role. But If I was a GM, I wouldn't want to trade him either. But the thing is, let's say Van Vliet is still young. I wouldn't mind getting rid of Pascal Siakam. He had a good season. I'd, good I'd, put, I'd put all three of those guys in the jackpot if he got me back Durant. You would put Scotty Barnes in there too? No, Scotty oh, Barnes is the yeah. only person. I put Fred in there. I'd put OG in there. I put Pascal in there. I'd give him a first round pick. Whatever. You give me Barnes and Durant. Oh, we can make it work. Because if you can keep Gary Trent. Yeah. Right. You keep Gary yeah. Trent. And you do because you signed him for a couple years already. He's already on the book. Yeah. Then it's like you, you have a pretty decent team and maybe you just build up your bench a little bit more. You know, yeah. you still have uh, Boucher coming out in center, yeah. a couple other guys. Uh, it's interesting. But I, I, I'm starting to feel that his smoke and mirrors, I think he's he stays in net. I, I do. I do. Like when Kyrie both stay nets. It's, but I then what do you, what do you have then? What do you have on that Nets team? That you have Kyrie Irving, you'd have Kevin Durant. They've, and been, you making got a bunch, they've been making a bunch of deals. Uh, trying to shore that up to get better spots. I think that they are gearing up as if they are keeping those two. But yeah, yeah. We'll see. It's interesting. Let's move we'll over see. to NFL. The NFL. What do you want to say? Cleveland Browns. <laughs> what is the worst franchise in sports history? I just thought when it can't get any worse, <laughs> when it can't get any worse, they managed to find a new bottom that is like, oh, there's a sub bottom to this bottom. There's, yeah. there's a lower area. There's a false floor in the bottom of this barrel. <laughs> 
I didn't think this was possible. You know, a few years back, they tried to make that trade with Cincinnati in order to bring over that quarterback, and they couldn't get the paperwork filed in enough time, right? So it's just like, oh, okay. And That's then, a high point. yeah. Then, you know, Baker Mayfield becomes your number one, and uh, it hasn't worked out the way you thought. You had OJ o- uh, ba- Beckham on there, Odell Beckham, OJ Beckham, Odell Beckham. <laughs> Odell Beckham, you had all these people there. The only way this is worse is if OJ comes out of retirement, they sign him to be a running back or something, or a special consultant to the team. Listen, everyone, we know Jim Brown's been the franchise face for 47 years, but it's a new day in Cleveland. Here comes OJ. OJ. Juice, <laughs> you got any advice for the young guys? <laughs> Anyway, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Well, they're all gone now. Yeah. They're all gone. Who's who's their wide receivers now? Who's their wide receivers right now? I I forget his name. Amari Cooper. That's it. They got Amari Cooper. That's when you thought that you still had Deshaun Watson coming out to start the season. Now, Baker Mayfield, what you said that he's still on contract? Cleveland still paying for him? As he goes yeah, over to so, Carolina, yeah, Baker, yeah, Baker uh, agreed to forego, I think, three million dollars, two and a half million dollars, some of that of his salary, and then uh, Carolina, the Panthers, and the Browns agreed to split his remaining salary for this coming year, which is his last year under contract, and so it's like five hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars is what Cleveland is paying Baker Mayfield in Week One when they play the Carolina Panthers to. So hopefully Baker's starting that week, and then he can get paid well, who to else, try to beat him. Who else does Carolina have? Sam Darnold. Oh, I say Baker beats Sam Darnold for that position. You would hope so, but who knows? Maybe Sam <laughs> Darnold gets motivated and figures it out. <laughs> Carolina's not exactly a juggernaut, you know what I mean? Like, who knows what's going to happen there? I, I know. I know. Actually, right now, number one, number one in power ranking, and power ranking means nothing. I get it. I get it, Brad. The Jays were number one in power ranking to be, begin the season. So power ranking means nothing. But if you're to look at power ranking, the Buffalo Bills are number one. <laughs> Start the parade. <laughs> Start the parade. You might as well celebrate this is the only number one you're going to get. Listen, this franchise has been in ruins seasons before, right? Now, the past four or five seasons, they've had some success. Now you got to go to the next step. You got to go to the next step. Did they, and did Buffalo do enough this offseason so far to get over that hump? Well, I mean, if you listen to the talking heads, they all think that they did. You listen to the talking I'm heads. You, I'm asking you as a fan. I would have liked what to move. Do. What move or moves did Buffalo make that make you feel like they took the next step? Uh, I mean, like. Was pass rush their problem last year? Uh, no. When you look at that game. Against KC, you might want to say yes. Sure. Everyone has pass rush problems against Kansas City. Yeah. And they won't anymore because you know why? Because Kansas City traded away their reason for having no pass rush. Your 4-2 guy is gone. Mm-hmm. Troy Kill's down in Miami catching bombs from Tua. So That's right. Pass rush, maybe not uh, as big of an issue. You give you know Von Miller all that money. 
It looks like they paid a Super Bowl champion for being a Super Bowl champion is what it looks like to me. But, you know, who am I? I he could be just a butts and seats guy. I don't know how many snaps he'll be out there for. You know what I mean? But he's still a valuable that's, guy yes, That's have. my point. I, he is. I'm, but is that the glaring hole on your defense? No. Um, secondary seemed to be a glaring hole in your defense. Secondary. And, you know, it's it's sad. Michael Hyde's starting to get a little old and yeah. a little long in the tooth. And uh, when you had addition by subtraction and losing Cole Beasley. I forget how much you dislike Cole Beasley. <laughs> I mean, Julian Edelman have a special uh, dark corner of my heart. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, I still think the Rams are the team to beat. They're they're going to be the team to beat coming up. What do you what do okay. you say? Do you think so? I usually don't pick a favorite until after training camp. Oh man, I need to see that. I need to see the full. So roster unless Seattle gets another miracle of some fifth round quarterback winning the job and becoming as stellar as what Russell Wilson is, I don't know what Seattle season looks like this year. We don't need anyone to be as good as Russell was. What if they unlock Drew Luck? What if Drew Luck not playing for a defensive coordinator turns him on? He just has to be Trent Dilfer. All he has to do. Yeah, yeah. But let's face it. I mean, you know, you can get a quarterback from somewhere else to come over to a team. It doesn't usually work out, like historically speaking. Have you seen a quarterback come over and all of a sudden, wow, he's a, he's turned over a new leaf. He's a, he's amazing. I, mean, I, I saw Matt Stafford not make the playoffs and then win the Super Bowl. The oh, next for year. crying out loud, we're talking about Matt Stafford about 19 you years. You just said historically it doesn't happen. Okay. It just happened. Okay, okay. So there's one point. I think there's maybe one more that you could talk about there. Uh, New England way back in the 70s had a quarterback and they put him over to the Raiders. And he How about Drew Brees? Yeah, you know. Okay, so you got three. I can count them on one hand. Three. Three times. Three. We have three in 30 seconds, Sean. You want me to keep digging? I think we can get somewhere. I'm just saying it's not it's not the usual thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not the usual thing. I just that's, I that's have my a point. Bit. It, being around Pete Carroll and John Schneider for as long as I have makes me think that there's either a deal coming in the next three weeks before camp opens, or they feel confident either in Geno Smith or in Drew Locke that they have something. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that's a, the best answer I think you could give. <laughs> I will tell you this. I ran into DK Metcalf. Yeah. And that is not a human being. There's no way. <laughs> he's massive. It's unbelievable. And what is he? He's 200 and something? Like, he's pretty lean. He's 6'5", right? 230, but he's like 3% biped. That's it's not even – It's I, don't, I can't believe he was in the Olympics trials to be for that fat. It's unbelievable. He's so big, Sean. This is huge. That's incredible. That's crazy. That's crazy. He also told me he was going to sign his deal. So breaking news, folks. He's not going anywhere. He he just told you that. He said, "Hey, Brad, put it out in the guys' view." I said, "I said, DK." Yeah, yeah. You got level with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, "What's up with what's up with the deal, man?" He's like, "Ah, oh. he's like, don't worry about the deal. It's already done, play." He's like, "I'm gonna go ahead and sign it right before camp starts." I said, "Cool." <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. I ran to him in the in the hallway there and 
Breaking I, news. <laughs> this is I chose to take a selfie instead of get that on video. Hot off the presses. <laughs> I've been storing that up just for the next time I talk to you. I love it. No, no, that's excellent. That's excellent news. Uh, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen with Deshaun Watson? Uh, I think he's going to be suspended for the rest of this year, and he's going to throw a tantrum. Man, his career, his numbers, everything like that, it's going to be super. Like it's going to be affected now. That's like two whole seasons. He's, this guy misses. Well, he's already effectively sat out two whole seasons. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at a. Third. We're looking it's at a guy. Better. Yeah, it's going to be like the return of Michael Vick. Yeah, Which <laughs> wasn't shabby if you remember. It was no, it wasn't. But it was like three three seasons, I think. I also don't think that Deshaun Watson is as talented as Michael Vick. So, yeah, I... Deshaun's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not good. No, but he's, also he's playing yeah. on two reconstructed knees. Yeah, you know, he doesn't always make great decisions. Yeah. It's not really a, I mean, one in college, but he has been winning in the pros. What do you think of Cincinnati's uh, season coming up? I think that they're. The, I mean, if you we're going to put me in a corner and say you have to answer the question, I think they're my favorite for Super Bowl champion. Yeah, they, I love I everything they've done. They made they made some good moves, I think, altogether in order to improve their team. They recognized yeah, what they the weaknesses were. Together, just picked up a couple of key spots to help reinforce the back end. Man, I, I really, really like them to move forward. Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting NFL season, as it always is. I mean, you know, we start yeah. from week one through to week four. This is how bad it is for me, Sean, is like it's the peak P&W season right now, right? It's nice and warm, little breeze. Everyone's happy. Everyone's outside. And I'm like, hey, seven more weeks and we're watching football. Like, let's <laughs> speed this along. And then the chill starts coming in the air and everybody is just forgetting like, yep. about paddle boarding at that point, right? Yeah. Yep. Show me the football. Paddle boarding is off on the side. It's like, what's this yeah, paddle boarding? Yeah. yeah. So summer second is just... Of, second week in September when, that, when the football kicks off. So summer yeah. is your hibernation, really. Yeah, so this is like my only free time. The bear has gone to hibernate. Yeah. 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 It's been <laughs> the Mariners are fun when they're competitive. Dude, what is up with the Mariners? You had 90 wins last year. And I, I'm just saying this. I know you swept the Jays. Super happy for you. That's that's amazing. You took us out of the wild card. You made us but here's the thing is I I, I don't even know if we're even in there for the second wild card, you know, like the, the new position that they have. The, the the extra playoff position, right? Yeah. Like, I don't even know if we're out of that yet. It's like, I mean, at the halfway point, we have 45 wins. So we're not even the halfway point. We have two more games. So, I mean, one could hey, say. You're climbing back up. That's the thing, is that you are climbing back up. I mean, you pretty much the same record as the Jays. So Jays can't say Jack. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It went from, I mean, they went from fifth in the ALS to second in the ALS in 17 games. So, I mean, we're doing something, but. You know, so right now still- the stance, I mean, both the Jays and the Mariners are in that hunt. Uh, I think the Rays have that extra spot as we talk about it right now when I look at it, but it's only by 
a game or half a game. So it's going to be another tight race right down to the end. That sweep of the Jays, man, that was devastating for the Jays. We already lost so many games going into that. And uh, I think we've lost uh, our number two starter there. He's gone for a little bit with that line drive off of his, uh, against Tampa, line drive. Off of, and, and what was that anyways, by the way? There were so many teams that had to play five games in a weekend set. And it was all on that long weekend. And it was a doubleheader, like the Yankees had a doubleheader, the Jays had a doubleheader, and a few other teams. And they played five games in four nights. And uh, it was like, or four days. And it's like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> and there's another round of that coming up in September, I think. August or September, another round of uh, four days, five games. Another round of doubleheader. And it's against Tampa again for us. Tampa's got kryptonite on the Jays. I don't even it's, – it's, I guess, Seattle as well. We can't play – we can't play in your field. I don't know. <laughs> you can play in front of the hometown fans. It's always the weirdest thing for me when Toronto's in town because, you know, there's this loud cheering whenever the Seattle makes an out. I'm always like, why are – oh, that's right. <laughs> How does that make you feel that you're not even a participant in your own city for your uh, team? I and the Jays come. Uh, I get a lot of hey buddies. Uh, I, I, I handle my business. Like everyone yeah. in my section knows that they're not at home. Uh, we'll just say that. <laughs> Dude, the Listen, picture you were just the test brothers in attendance, and we were in rare form. We yeah. were quite vocal about uh, about what we liked and didn't like, and. And two of those games you won in extra innings, if I'm not mistaken. Two of those yeah. games. Well, that's where the Mariners live at. They live in those tight games, extra innings. It's going to go, you know. I'm telling you, the Jays, I mean, right now, they got – there's there's problems in their starting rotation. I mean, you don't have Hyunjin Ryu. You don't have uh, Gossman. So, Barrios, he's 50-50 ball. Manoa is your only legitimate starter – that Kukui. Yeah, that, that man, listen. I saying that picture. Like I was 30 feet away from that guy. That guy is that guy is a real deal. Like Noah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a solid. He should probably play in like right guard somewhere. He's a <laughs> he's big a big boy. Power. He's a big boy. Yeah. But he 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 is right now probably the Jays all-star guy. Yeah. And the guy that we're paying all-star money to is uh he's 50 50 ball you yeah. know he's used up it's like it's it's scary to see that starting rotation and now you're 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 seeing what's his face there uh who played for san francisco uh for the world series had to sign that contract to come onto the jays right now um ramos uh sergio ramos yeah yeah and it's just like you know man, where he came from did you tell me Seattle? Did he? Wow. We cut him probably three weeks ago. Nice, nice. Why we cut him? He's a good pitcher, but he loved to give up the long, like he'd give up the home run. Yeah. They're going to come in and give you two outs, like two quick outs and like get out of the inning, or he's going to come in and give up two home runs and lose you the game. Man, that was like last season when the Jays took on Brad Hand. <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like, oh no. <laughs> this is why Cleveland got rid of him. <laughs> Life's like a box of breads. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, when you have a look now on the National League side, I mean, you know, the Padres are great. Uh, the, the Mets are surprising me. I got to be honest. The Mets and the Yankees both surprised me this year. Atlanta Who would you say if the Yankees beat the Seattle Mariners' all-time wins record? Good for them. Like they have a chance to do it. Yeah. They never lose. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. I mean, Houston has a shot at it right now, too, the way that they're playing. They're still, like, five games. The Dodgers have a shot to do it also the way they're playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I understand there's plenty of games left, but when you look at really where those numbers lead you to, 61 wins going into the All-Star break, who's catching the Yankees? Yep. Well, they're 5-5 five and five over the last 10, so it sounds like they're catching themselves. Well, they've been playing Boston, and Boston seems to turn it up when they're playing the Yankees. Yeah. The only time Boston's playing any baseball. <laughs> 14 games back. Yeah. 14 games back, but it's like they have a really good record. It's crazy. Um, it's like the Mariners. The Mariners are 12 games back of the Astros, but you have a good record. It's, it's, it's insane. It's hard when you're playing those folks, right? And that's just, you know, I mean, even the Padres, as good of a season they're having, they're still eight back behind the Dodgers, you know? It's just. Yeah. The midway point of the thing, there's still a lot of baseball I could play, and we have plenty of time to get that stuff worked out. I'm telling you. It's, uh, oh. it's interesting. It's interesting, interesting, interesting. Do you feel caught up now? I do feel caught up. Um, I feel that there's still going to be so much happening this week. I mean, the drama of sports, it's so funny. You always think it's always so on often. the field. I'm so telling often. you, off-season contracts, movements, everything like that, it catches you by surprise that all of a sudden you're there going, well, I, uh, I thought that he played on this team. <laughs> With the I late man. I starting to lose my edge a little bit. I was watching the draft and he got in the second round and I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I used to have my pulse on all that stuff and I'm just like, yeah. I got the pulse down, but outside of that, I'm, you know. Man. Yeah, I feel caught up. I feel great. I feel fantastic. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we haven't seen each other yeah. in almost a month. So this was definitely necessary. Yep. Uh, still upset that you swept us. <laughs> that was completely unnecessary. We should stop playing. That's just the series. Oh. We're just done. We, oh. we should just celebrate that win and go home. Yeah. Um, Hang the banner. Whatever. Hang the banner. <laughs> Wild card. Second. <laughs> That's really the biggest rival that Seattle has from like a fan showing was this Toronto shows up here. Well, it's funny because they're sister teams, right? They both came in 77. Yep. One's won two World Series. One has not. One has the greatest all-time record of wins in a single season. So, And one does not. It's one does not. One does not even you know have 100. Interesting to me? Here's the thing. And you, I hope you know it's off the top of your head. But part of me hopes you don't. How many Canadian-born Hall of Famers are in the MLB Hall of Fame? Oh, my gosh. Off the top of my head? 
I'm going to say maybe three, and this is off the top of my head. Two? I was close. So Larry, Larry Walker. Yeah. Was the, was the second. Was the second. Who was the first? <sighs> Some guy that got inducted like in the late 90s. I never even heard of him. I was like, who is that? <laughs> like, I know Larry Walker. And then yeah. you got Minnesota's guy there. Um, what's his name? Minnesota's guy. Come on, man. Minnesota who? Twins. Now? He just retired like last year. Oh, I don't know. That He's not in the Hall of Fame, though. No, no, but I think they put him into the Minnesota yeah. circle or whatever there. Morneau? Yeah, there's a bunch Justin, of, Justin uh, Morneau? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. It's a, we go. I'll find this story. Hold on just real quick. I can tell you just one. Was that your one on one question? You didn't even pose it as a one on one question. It's just something you just I mean, dropped it could on be. Me. You just dropped that on me, man. It could be. That's uncouth. Do you have one for me? Well, I'm not that? Tell, that's how it always works. <laughs> that's uncouth. <laughs> hey, I just want to point out there you and I made predictions. I'm going to put this out. I should put a date, a timestamp on it about our all star picks. Yeah. And we both were correct as far as who will make it to the first time as an all-star. Yeah, and who was it? Alec Manoa and uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays and uh, Julio – what's your center fielder's name? Rodriguez. There we go. There we go. That's right. J-Rod. I keep forgetting J-Rod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what are you looking up here, man? I'm looking up to see who that guy is because I feel terrible that we don't know what his name is. Justin Morneau. No, they, there's one. There's two oh. actually in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he oh, will oh. be in being the third, but I'm just telling you right now, he is not. And I'm just looking for it while we're talking. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's Ferguson Jenkins. Who's you know, this Ferguson guy? He pitched 19 seasons in the major leagues, major league, spending most of his time with Chicago Cubs. He was inducted in 1991. Wow. Wow. So he probably played in the 70s, really. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the more you know. There you the go. More. Thanks, bro. All right. I got I got a question for you. Who do you think is going to win the Great Cup this year? The Edmonton Elks. Is that a team? Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is. I don't know why I just I put that in. That because the offensive lineman was on our show, and he was such a nice guy, right? He's, he's like, fantastic. Um, let's hope they're doing well here. But let's just have a look here. Why did I do that again? Standings. I mean, the well, real they play, they play 18 games, right? So, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think it's going to be the Blue Bombers again, if not the Stampeders. Uh, so, you have a look at the East. And the Argonauts are number one because they have one victory on the season. They're one and two. <laughs> Did they bring Rahai Bishmel out of retirement or what's going on? <laughs> uh, Montreal Alouettes is number two at one and three, and the rest of them are 0 oh and four. But meanwhile, you have the Blue Warriors at five and 0. Oh. Are they all playing the West? Like, how do all the teams have That's losses? on the East. That's on the East. And on the West, you got the Blue Bombers. Or five and 0. Is winning? Huh? Everyone in the West is winning? Yeah, pretty much. They're dominating. Uh, 
five and zero Blue Bombers, four and zero Stampeders, four and one Rough Riders, right, Rough three and one Lions. The Elks are at one and four, so they got a bit of turning around in order to win this thing. They're number one in the East. The number one in the East if they want to switch divisions. Shout out to the my in-laws team. That's who they all pull for. So shout out to those fellas. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Good guess, though. You never know. You might be wrong. You might be right. There's still another 14 weeks to go. So who knows? You might be right on that one, man. Always a mystery in the CFL. That is. Always a mystery. What is this, the rouge? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I was on the Did you know? <laughs> was that on The Simpsons, you said? Yeah. Homer was watching something. He like, was channel surfing, and it was like, in CFL news, the blah, blah, blahs had five rouges <laughs> and won the cup. <laughs> and he had something smart to say about it. They don't repeat. <laughs> not good sometimes. Oh, man. I'll never forget that one uh, South Park one when – they had two Rough Riders teams, and the Rough Riders are playing the Rough Riders. <laughs> Sounds like there was a DMX joke in there somewhere. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Can't quite suss it out, man. Well, as always, Brad, always a pleasure to hang out with you. Always a pleasure to talk sports with you. Um, your knowledge is renowned. Your shoulders you look ask, great, are you too. Are asking me for money? Are you going to ask me for money next? What are we doing here? <laughs> On your beard is glorious, but you need a haircut. <laughs> hey, until next time. Yeah, be good. Be good at it. Right. Oh. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.